Beth. I'm Katie. And I'm Liv. And welcome to another episode. Yay! This is a big one. I'm so ready. I'm ready. You know what? You were the one to actually push us to do this one, you know? Yeah. Be mostly for my own um, <laughs> personal gain because I really want to know some stuff about gardening. Mostly like how okay. to start a garden. <laughs> well, I'm going to get into it. So, okay. This whole episode is on vegetable gardening basics. I'm saying like the most basic. I'm not going to talk about lattice things and like winter gardening. Oh, hell no. The basics. Because here's the thing. I've only had one successful year. So. Whatever. But I had a pretty good one. So we're going to get into it. But for updates, we don't really have any. Just, you know, rate, subscribe, review. We love them. We love them so much. And that's it for updates. Remember when okay. we would have like 10 updates in an episode? Okay, well, our updates are stuck at customs with all of our other stuff. <laughs> We're trying to do merch, people, and it's just, it's it's a hell of a time. Okay, but we won't talk about that now, but yes, merch is stuck at customs, so <laughs> stay tuned if we ever get it. Let's just cue the music for Trashy vs. Classy. Editor Greg cues the music. Okay, Liv, tell me about your week. <laughs> I know. We just need a big yoga oh breath my... people. Like, everyone just, like, breathe okay. in and breathe out. Yeah, um... this week, man, no, this week. This I'm not going to get into it. Maybe I'll just do a rant about it on my own podcast, a whole podcast rant about this week. But yeah, essentially, a nice little cherry on top of my week is that my dog is on her period. <laughs> Because of COVID, we they stopped doing non-essential surgeries, and so we couldn't get her spayed. And they told us like, oh, she might not even go into heat until she's like a year, like a year and a half, because she's a large breed. Right smack dab in the middle of when dogs can go into heat is nine months. She hit nine months, and she's literally just started bleeding. So we had to get her some diapers. And oh my, my classy gosh. moment is that I bought a cloth diaper. <laughs> I'm not even a mom yet and I'm cloth diapering my fucking dog. They have disposable options, which I was I highly I did debate it, but then I was sure, like, I really should I just can't. I'm not gonna do it. Like we've done a million episodes on cloth diapering. I've ripped on diapers so hard. I was like, if I'm getting a diaper, it's gonna be this pink polka dot cloth one. She hasn't even really used it that much so I'm hoping I'll just be able to wash and resell it on like Facebook marketplace or something because she is gonna get spayed or I'll keep it for when they're old it can't hold their bladders or something (laughs) I don't know but anyway so that was my classy moment okay but so do they actually have those in the store like where did you get it yeah PetSmart that is crazy and have you had to wash it like how have you found using it so yeah I haven't washed it yet there's like the diaper part and then also the outer shell part so it's kind of like it has an extra part that normal baby diapers have and then you're supposed to buy pads that just look like (laughs) human pads that go inside them and I'm not going to use that because it's not like they bleed as much as a human like it's a couple drops here and there so I've just put it on her and the cloth absorbed it and then we'll just wash that it's not like pee or something that's like a lot of liquid no well I'm so proud of you that's amazing it doesn't (laughs) sound like you you must do regret the decision to get it or you like feel pretty good about it well I read something where someone was like I just used an old t-shirt and I was like I could have done that and (laughs) saved myself like 30 bucks but whatever I just wanted her to be comfortable it has like a tail hole so I was like okay (laughs) 
girl. I know. I feel so bad for her. I am proud of myself. That was a fun moment. But my my trashy moment is just that we had to buy a toaster because we haven't had one since we moved in. We'd just been using our oven on broil to make our toast. And (laughs) we were like, why is our power bill so high? And Greg was like, it's probably because we use the oven five times a day to make toast instead of a toaster. So I just got one at the grocery store. It's, It's a little trashy, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, I feel like that's a good purchase to have. Yeah. I mean, I hope it lasts. Like it's not a, an amazing quality one. So I'm like, okay, I really hope this doesn't just crap out in a year and I have to get a new one, but we'll see. Okay, cool. My, oh, my classy moment. This moment was inspired by you oh. because you sent me that video from someone, her YouTube is Milibu. I know it's like Malibu, is? but rearrange letters (laughs) anyways just google like millibu hair youtube or something like that and it'll come up but she had a tutorial where she did no heat curls using a the belt from the robe anyways it sounds so crazy but it actually had it made my hair so beautiful and i had beautiful curls for like three days and i didn't use yeah they were so nice they looked so good like i love your straightener curls but that was like just even curlier, but had the I same know. kind of effect. Had the same kind of effect. No product. No, I didn't have to use electricity. I didn't have to use my tools, anything like that. It doesn't seem classy, but it kind of is because it's like good to have these ideas on how to do hair in the future. So maybe one day I won't need to buy something else or yeah. I don't know. It's just good to have this stuff. It felt really, really classy. And it's also, I mean, this is a side note, but it's good for your hair too, to not use heat on it so much. So Exactly. So I felt really classy about it. So if you guys want to do it, just, yeah, YouTube, Millibu, and it's, like, probably one of her latest videos. Did you – so do you have a robe that you just used the belt from? Yeah, do I don't, you? Have I a, don't have a robe. I would love to try out okay. the belt. Okay, I'll bring yeah. you one next time we're together, which is hopefully for a social distancing podcast together. Because yes. In, in Nova Scotia, we're allowed to be together in groups of five outside of your bubble as long as you're social distanced. Yeah. So we won't be breaking rules. <laughs> Yay. Okay, Liv, I have something I have to talk to you. I am going to introduce a new segment. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. Oh my I'm God. going to introduce a new segment that's not going to be every episode, but it's when we need to seriously talk some fucking trash about a trashy product. Oh, and I love I this. A, okay, good. So editor Greg, cue the trash talk music. go on a rant about condoms a serious one I could probably talk for an hour about it but like okay stop me at five minutes okay. so as you know we did a whole episode on zero waste sex it was mm-hmm. a great episode and one of the things we talked about was the, one of the most sustainable condoms which was from a brand called sustain so um it's still like one of the best ones out there and I was like I'm gonna get this when I'm at a condom so mama's at a condoms and I'm reading you know an erotic romance so need to stock back up you know what I mean it is so fucking hard to buy condoms eco-friendly in the world so when you what you do is when you go on the sustained website you go add you like go purchase so you figure like okay we're in the 21st century or whatever no it takes you to another website called globe collaborative globe collaborative is a website that requires a minimum amount of products and price so my condoms 
ended up being free. So I had to add five more products to try to hit the minimum. And then I was at this for like an hour just trying to figure out, okay, what can I buy here? I have actually nothing I need. And I got so frustrated because I was like, I don't even need this shit. I'm just adding it to fill a minimum. So I, I gave up. Then the next day I went back, I was like, no, it's fine. I can do this. Then I realized this is a subscription kind of service where it's like you put everything, let's say you put condoms, tampons, and something else in there. Then they want to actually send that to you every single month or every quarter or whatever you choose. Now you don't have to, but anyways, it just ended up being such a fucking annoying thing to deal with that I gave up the endeavor. And I was like, okay, let's just find something else. So I found a company called Lola. Lola is like a- um, I've heard of them. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't say they're the most sustainable, but, you know, they use, I think it's 100% rubber, a female-run company, you know, really good condoms for your vagina, all that stuff, less chemicals, mm-hmm. better for the environment, great. Ohm doesn't ship to Canada. Okay, no fucking problem. Let's find something else. Found a company called Glide, G-L-Y-D-E, and I, I same kind of deal, 100% rubber, good for the vagina, blah, blah, blah. Fans decided, oh, you know what? They're right in Halifax at Venus Envy, our favorite sex store. Yeah. Out of fucking stock. Of course they are. Liv, I tried to get condoms for four days. No. <laughs> I am not kidding. It no. Was, so I gave up and I was like, babe, you've got to go to the store and get me that shit Trojan shit. There's no- nothing we can do. So my trashy moment is that I bought the condoms I didn't want to buy because people are making it too hard to get good ones to me <laughs> isn't that oh. fucked up I'm sorry for being so angry but I'm so angry no I know have you thought this is my only thought on this have you thought of contacting Venus Envy to see like, if they can order you in some on their next like shipment or something I'll probably contact them to find out when, they, when they're getting it next but it was just like I couldn't wait like yeah. I don't know how long that could be but I think it's great that they have them in the store when they will have them in the store. Yes, yeah. they didn't. Yeah. I'm like, so sorry. Sustain. And I went on the package free shop to see, oh, maybe like other companies sell it. Amazon sold out of sustained condoms. Package free shop doesn't sell sustained condoms. You can only get us from this one website, which is really, really frustrating That's to me. so crazy. So why did they end up being free? And then you Because it's add- like my first purchase or something. So okay. it's like, these are free. So you have to, I think I had to like meet like $20. But as soon as I hit $20, it was like, no, you need to add more. It was really confusing. Mm, that's weird. <sighs> Anyway. Okay, maybe some of our listeners have some tips. Like, I honestly don't know what to say because I we talked either. up sustain so much in our we episode. So hard. And that's the thing. I'm not saying they're not the most eco-friendly out there. I'm just frustrated with how you have to purchase them. They don't make it super convenient. So I'm going to give these glide ones a shot and I'll probably have them hopefully, you know, the next time I need condoms, I can use those and I'll let you guys know how it goes. But I like the segment, okay. though. <laughs> this is when we're so fired up about something. We have to cue trash talk segment. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. I just need to, like, breathe. Another? Like, I, was, I was so riled. Man. What did Brock think? Was he just like, all right, we need to just get the other kind or what? He tried to support me so hard, but he was like... This has gone on for a long time. He's probably like, let's fucking go, babe. Like, I can't wait. This, <laughs> let's get the Trojans. Oh, but I am reading my very first, like, erotic romance novel. Yeah. And, ooh, it is steamy. Okay, what is it? You have to spell. What's it called? It's called, it's called Bared to You by Sylvia Day. I mean, it's not, like, the best thing ever, but I'm still super fired up. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like a trashy romance novel, right? Or yeah, okay. I love erotic books. Oh really? Yes. Okay, cool. I want to read it. Okay, great. Greg's gonna be like, editing this. Like, um. <laughs> Did you read Fifty Shades? Uh, I read some of it. I didn't really like it. Okay, I didn't read it, so I don't know. I yeah, it's. It started out as Twilight fan fiction, and I found that out before I started reading it, and so that just ruined it for me. I was like, oh, now I can't unsee that, you know? Anyway. Yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode, but I have some disclaimers. As I said, not an expert. I know almost nothing. I just know a bit more than Olivia, who knows actually Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Liv knows zero. I know, like, one and a half. <laughs> what? I'm so excited. I'm so glad. Okay, I also want to say, I live or live and I both live in Canada, and I don't know much about tropical gardening or anything mm. like that. I only know what I know, which, which is, is like two months of warmth. <laughs> two months of warm weather, and the rest is winter. <laughs> I also want to thank we posted on our Instagram, which is at No Trash Talk Podcast to leave tips about gardening and I just wanted we had a lot of really great tips and I kind of like sprinkled them throughout here so Yay. thank you to everybody who left tips on that photo it was like super 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 helpful we love you guys so much I just want to say I tried gardening actually two years ago was my first time gardening but I did it because I was like what if there's an apocalypse? I need to know how to do vegetable gardening from like scratch. I can't go to the store and buy seeds. So I literally tried to grow vegetables from like the scraps from my garden. It didn't work. So there's that. <laughs> so last year was my first successful year and I used seeds. So okay. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. I kind of love that though. I like how you tried. <laughs> I tried really hard. I was like, you bought all of this stuff and like you're actually, anyways, whatever. <laughs> Oh, my poor husband. You guys are going to be like, your husband is a saint. Like, all you do is torture that man. <laughs> Whatever. He has a good life. He's fine. You're sitting in his man cave right now, okay? He's fine. I know. He has a whole room to himself. Okay. We're getting into it. Vegetable gardening basics. But first, I wanted to highlight some benefits. It's so personally satisfying and fun to see that you grew food. True. It's like so crazy. It's so, I don't know, satisfying. And especially if you get, you know, your husband, your kids, everyone involved. Like when we had to pull carrots out of the ground, I got Brock to come out and pull them with me. And we had just so much fun pulling the carrots. Aww. I also find it like when you get to a certain point, it's kind of like a solo thing to do. So it's kind of therapeutic and, you know, purposeful. And it just like gives you reason to be outside in the dirt, like on your own, that kind of stuff. It's super sustainable. There's no transportation of vegetables. There's no packaging. There's no stickers. It's really great zero waste food. I think in the long run, it saves money. I'll kind of get into there are like a bunch of upfront costs kind right. of. I mean, I think it does save money in the long run. Like one pack of seeds, for example, say it's like $1.99. A pack of seeds could grow you kale for three years. I guess depending on how big your garden is, but like yeah. it's pretty inexpensive to buy seeds. It does cost up front, but once your beds are, like, made and full in the first year, the rest of the years, it's, like, so much less maintenance. The very first year, you'll have to fill it with soil, which costs money. But the next year, that's already done. So it's just about buying the seeds. Right. So that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. The only really annoying part to gardening is there's flies and bugs and black flies, and, like, I hate those. Yeah. So. 
just FYI, there are some downsides. That is a huge downside for people who are allergic to bug bites. I'm allergic to mosquito bites, so they swell up really, really big. And just getting bitten by them is the worst. You need like a suit. That sucks. A bug suit. <laughs> like, like a mask. Like a bee mask. Okay, I'll get one. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is the type of bed to use. For you and me, for people kind of with a home or a yard, the best thing from what I know is a raised bed. And that's what that is. So a raised bed just is a wooden box with no bottom. And it just allows you, so instead of having to like dig deep into your ground, it's raised. So you're building kind of like on top of your property, but it's just better than just like digging a massive hole in your property, I guess. Right. And maybe it's like a little bit easier because it's a little bit higher from the ground. So it's kind of not so free. You don't have bend over so far. I don't know. So there's no bottom, sits on your lawn, easy peasy. I highly recommend doing multiple smaller beds than one like gigantic bed. That's because you can't get to the stuff in the middle. You'd have to like literally walk into your bed to get something like crush your vegetables. So instead of having, you know, eight feet by eight feet, have six feet by two feet. So they're kind of like narrow and long and just have like a few side by side. So much easier. That makes sense. Then you have like full access to like all your vegetables. So... I just wanted to talk about what I got. So mine are two by six. I have two of them, but I'm probably going to get two more next year. I actually got mine from a farmer's market called the Alderney Landing Farmer's Market in Dartmouth. And it's from a company called the Free Spirit Farm. And they make beds from sustainable wood in Nova Scotia from fallen or damaged trees on their lot. And they deliver them right to you. And it's maybe like $60 a bed. So it's super affordable. That's amazing. Yeah, but if you don't have that, there's so many YouTube tutorials. Like, my brother just made them himself. He's not super handy. Like, you can literally do them yourself quite easily. But if you're not handy like me and don't want to ask your partner to do it, this is another great option. And just contact a farmer's market and see if anybody makes them in your area. Good tip. I love that. Yeah. So... If you don't have a yard, though, you can do small windowsill gardens, like with green onions or lettuce, or if you have a patio deck or something like that, you can do, you know, a small thing of like tomatoes or maybe a big bucket with potatoes in it. So there are options. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the last thing is you don't really need a raised bed. Like my grandfather literally just dug up dirt in his regular flower bed and put potatoes in there and they grew just fine. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> And if you can't afford a raised bed or stuff like that, you can use a large bin, um, a bucket. Like, you can find stuff around your house that you have and just throw some soil in there and see what happens. That's so cool. I kind of love that idea. I know. That's what I'm actually going to do. I have my two raised beds, and then I actually put some kale in my regular flower garden to see what happens because like kale is like pretty like big and beautiful and like would go well with my garden but I also have this wooden crate that I'm going to fill to the top with soil it's probably like a foot and a half tall and that's what I'm going to put my potatoes in for this year oh so have you grown potatoes before I haven't, but they're actually super simple. If you have a potato with eye, like, you know, like the little eyes on it, if you just like cut that potato and make sure that each piece has like a couple eyes on it, you can literally plant those directly in the soil. That's what my dad did. That's what my grandfather did. That's pretty easy. Root vegetables like potatoes need like a bit more depth. So the higher your raised bed is for root vegetables, the better. So for example, if you want to do a lot of root vegetables, like turnip, potatoes, sweet potato, onion, whatever, I would suggest like maybe like two feet high or a foot and a half high. Cause if not, it's just not going to have enough room to go deep. My carrots, 
probably couldn't go as deep as most people because I have a fairly like shorter bed. Okay. Any questions so far on beds? No, we're good. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) This is what I was really confused about. So what to grow your vegetables in, in terms of soil. So there's topsoil, there's potting soil, there's manure, there's fertilizer, there's peat moss. What the fuck? How am I supposed to know this stuff? I don't know. When I started doing beds, I had no idea what combination of things to put in my beds, like in terms of soil, because there's so much stuff out there. Agreed. So I just want to tell you what I did. Okay. Okay. So for my my garden, I did a mixture of predominantly topsoil. Topsoil is literally just, when you think of soil in the ground, it's like the top part that they kind of scoop up and then they package it. Okay. So it's just but like the, the brown dirt. Exactly. Basically. So mine is probably like three quarters topsoil. I also mixed in some peat moss and I mixed in some fertilizer. That's all I did. Peat moss is just, I don't even really understand what it is, but I think it just helps hold moisture. So when you water your vegetables, it'll just hold onto water a little bit longer and like those really hot, dry days. I want to like write that down and Google what it is. <laughs> so basically what I did is I filled maybe three quarters with the topsoil, added the peat moss, but mixed that all together. And so yeah, so not layers. I mixed it around. Okay. Good question. And then in terms of fertilizer, I pretty much just fertilized the top and then I mixed it a little bit around. Like I didn't mix it as much as the peat moss in the okay. topsoil. And then you kind of just add fertilizer throughout the summer according to your vegetable or package or whatever it is. Okay. And it's actually not that hard to find bulk or package-free soils. Just Google it near you. I know in Fall River where I live, there's it, it's around. Like, it's it's just around. Okay. If you don't want to get it, like, all packaged. Right. In terms of fertilizer, so fertilizer usually comes in packaging, but I've had, I've, like, heard a ton of tips about making your own using crushed eggshells. If you, like, know somebody who eats eggs or coffee grinds, um, the eggshells mm. assist with drainage. Obviously, you and I are vegan, but sometimes Brock brides free range eggs and my parents have them too. So it's like a good way to almost give them another purpose if they're going to be used anyways. So I don't have a problem using crushed eggs that are going to go in the compost anyway. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And another kind of tip along this in terms of um, adding more health to your garden, somebody commented and said that if you do use eggs, you can boil the eggshells and use that water to water your garden for added potassium and calcium. Who knew? Wow. Just good to like fertilize your soil and your vegetables. It just helps them grow bigger and stronger. I don't even know if it's like 100% necessary. It's just like if you want the most optimal crop, just add fertilizer. Makes sense. Okay. That was my most confusing part about soil. So like what do you think? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, super easy. So in terms – one of your questions, Liv, was do I even have space? Do I plant? Where do I plant? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the easy answer is the more sun, the better. But they kind of say as long as you're getting at least six hours of sun a day at a minimum, that should be okay. But there also are a ton of vegetables that don't require as much sun as others like, I don't know, lettuce, potatoes, spinach, kale. They require like part-time sun. Just look at your property, kind of see what gets the most sun. And if you are like, okay, this really only gets three or four hours a day, I don't maybe Google what vegetable could do with that. But if you do get like six, seven, eight hours, Figure out what kind of vegetables can survive in part-time sun or part-time shade and maybe just give those a shot. Okay, cool. That's a good tip, like, actually. For me, I don't actually have a ton of sun based on the layout, based on the layout of my property. So I've stuck with 
veggies that really only need part-time sun and the ones that do need full-time sun like i think for example i grew a pumpkin last year which requires a ton of sun and it still grew what did you yeah. do with your pumpkin i, I um carved it for halloween and ate the seeds Aww. okay so does that make sense like where where in your property do you get like a good good amount of sun well we get the most sun in the backyard but i don't think we could do it there because that's where the dogs go that's where our property's fenced so we would yeah. either have to do the tub bucket idea around the side mm-hmm. of the house outside of the mm-hmm. fence or do something in the front that is like partial sun yeah I mean like the tubs and the buckets obviously it's the most not like it's not as aesthetic but it's still fun to grow stuff it's like if it's the side of your house no one's gonna see it yeah exactly could you put like some fencing around it so your dogs won't don't get at it or would they just that's like go it uh, yeah, look just, into it. just throwing it out there. Okay, I was also okay. going to ask, I oh. don't know if you're going to talk about this, but do you have wild animals that come to your garden and eat your stuff? So I don't. This year we've had quite a, well, we've had a number of bunnies, but we've always had deer. But the type of vegetables I've grown, deer don't typically like that much. They haven't really, they didn't want my pumpkin. They didn't eat my green onion. They don't really like kale. I think they find it better so I've just not had an issue with them eating my crop Mm -hmm. but I'll have to see what happens this year because I do have bunnies and maybe they'll take away my carrots which I would not be happy about (laughs) so I might have to add fencing I think there are some things you can do like I think having the coffee grimes maybe deters them having yellow flowers around I think might deter them I'm not really sure but there are some like natural tips but yeah fencing might be in my future but I haven't had to yet right okay so live when to plant big question right yeah I have no idea well it actually depends on what you're growing so there are some vegetables that actually grow literally all year like in the spring right in the early spring you can do green onion spinach kale kale grows like in the winter time so there are some things that grow all year round that's crazy I know but kind of the rule of thumb for most vegetables is to wait after the last frost And I think it's like after the full moon in June or something like that, when it's like the last frost is done for sure. But I planted all, most of all my vegetables already because they can be put in the soil as soon as the ice and frost is gone and like the soil's pliable. Right. Yeah. So if you do want vegetables, like tomatoes, they have to wait till after the last frost, but that doesn't mean you can't plant your seeds inside and then transplant them later. And actually like a ton of vegetables should be planted inside like tomatoes, cucumbers, that way they'll grow bigger. If you plant your tomatoes like a month before you can put them outside, think how much bigger they're going to be by the time they get out there. And then right. you can actually have, by the end of the summer, they'll be that much bigger and healthier. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. So if you do do this, a couple zero waste things is you can use egg cartons as a zero waste way to put your seeds in them. Yeah. Instead of using like lots of like little plastic containers or something. And also Facebook Marketplace is a great spot for secondhand plastic pots and containers for seedlings. There's just so many. True. And I guess the last thing is just be careful not to get too eager and plant your seeds too early or they'll just grow too big in your house and they'll take over or it'll be harder to transplant well, not transplant, but it's still to be like too aggressive. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to make it super clear. No, this is so much less scary than I imagined because, okay, my mom tried to do a garden. I think it's like two years ago now or last year or something. And she was like so stressed about it. She like was stressed about where to put the bed and stressed about stuff growing. And like, it just totally freaked me out. I was just like, this is way too complicated. And yeah, it's 
maybe she just was overwhelmed. (laughs) Well, I was going to talk about this later, but my approach last year was I planted six different vegetables, no, seven different vegetables. And I told Brock, I was like, if I, if one of them grows, I will consider this a huge success. Because if not, you're putting too much pressure on yourself as like a new beginner vegetable grower. And in the end, I think five out of seven grew. My green onion did not do well. And, oh, my cucumbers just, like, flopped over. I think they need, like, something to climb up because they're quite heavy. Yeah. I didn't know that, like, that's a little advanced for me. So I didn't do that this though. I didn't plant them this year. Yeah, just try to be so easy on yourself. Just throw some soil down, plant a couple things, just see if they grow. And that's just such a good place to start. I'm excited. Yay. This is so much less scary than I thought. <laughs> oh, I am so pleased. Okay. So I wanted to talk about how to plant seeds in the ground. Okay. Okay. Typically, most um, most seeds are only going to need to go about half an inch in your soil, and they're going to be probably an inch apart from another. So you can get these tools that shoot the seeds in the ground in the right place, but I didn't have a tool. So what I do is I take my finger and I just push it a little bit into the ground from one end of the bed, dot my way like one inch apart all the way to the end Mm -hmm. then I take my seeds and just pop them in each of my little finger holes and then I'll just go back and then I'll just cover it up yeah that's That's like that's what I would expect you do yeah yeah I mean that's what I do it's like like finger hole one inch finger hole one inch finger hole one inch and then you just do that and there's end up being like 20 or 30 little finger holes and then you just like pop your little seeds in okay yeah easy okay that's it that's just how you plant seeds okay that seems (laughs) really easy so before we go farther let's just recap raise bed throw some top soil maybe a little bit of fertilizer peat moss in there try to put it in a nice place grab seeds that kind of suit your area in terms of shade and sun plant them in the soil about a half inch deep and then you're good easy okay next done easy next so simple Again, not an expert, so please don't yell at me if I'm like, actually giving right advice. This is just what I has worked for me. <laughs> so I want to talk just a little bit about like types of vegetables. So I just think you should just plant anything because you don't know what's going to work best with your soil, your sun, all that stuff. So just plant anything and just see what grows. And if it doesn't, if you don't like it, you don't want to eat it, trade it with a neighbor, give it to someone else. It's just so satisfying to just try to figure out what works for your for you right for me I kind of talked about a little bit what I've grown so far like carrots and kale and spinach and that kind of stuff my pumpkin is I just want to give like a little PSA I'm going to plant a pumpkin again because it's really fun to grow but they take up so much room (laughs) not just like the pumpkin itself but the leaves that spread off of it like 10 feet (laughs) they go so far so just try to like plant them a little bit like away and off Brock would mow over it with his lawnmower because it was just so big. Right. And they get these little curly things yeah. that grab onto literally everything. Think like uh, Cinderella. It's like, you know, those yeah. little, it's just like that. It like, goes crazy. Wow. So I just want to give you guys a heads up. Again, my cucumber green onion didn't like me, but I'm not going to give up. I want to do tomatoes one day. I don't even like tomatoes. I want to get into more root vegetables. So I'm just going to try like you know trial test whatever not going to get upset if it doesn't work again don't put any pressure on yourself good attitude honestly because I feel like putting pressure on yourself would just make it not enjoyable and I feel like half the point is that it's an enjoyable thing to try (laughs) 
it so is and like think how cool does it say you're like making some tomato pasta and you're like oh i kind of want some fresh spinach on this you go to the garden pick a couple leaves of spinach and throw it in how amazing cool is that yeah i love that it's so fun okay so i just want to talk about when to harvest so do you know what harvesting means like picking Exactly. So when you harvest your vegetables, it just means you're picking your vegetables when they're, you know, at maturity. But in terms of when to harvest your vegetables, it really depends. You can start harvesting your spinach and kale all throughout the summer. But carrots will take until the end of September and pumpkins will take to the end of October. So every kind of packet of seeds that you get is going to have instructions on how many days it's going to take to sprout, how many days till maturity, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So every packet of seeds will have kind of instructions. Right. Okay, that's that cool. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little user manual. Oh, yeah, it's super <laughs> friendly. Okay, watering. How often to water? So water according to the weather or that time of year. So, for example, in the heat of the summer, you'll probably need to water your vegetables every day or two days, especially if it hasn't rained in a while. But right now, like, it's spring, and it rains every couple of days in Nova Scotia, and it's not too hot. So you really don't need to water your garden that often. Nature kind of just takes care of it. But it's actually been pretty hot the last couple of days, so I've had to water my seeds quite a bit. Your seeds need quite a bit of water, but just, like, don't water your seeds if your soil's already sopping wet. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't let soil get too dry, and if it rained recently, don't water again, because if not, your plants will drown. Just, like, you know, it's it's like kind of common sense like yeah. a little bit yeah no it's true I do find a watering can extremely helpful I feel like a hose would just be drowny kind of mm-hmm. but a watering can is like really nice to do that I'm sure you can get them secondhand off like Kijiji or Facebook marketplace true. but a great zero waste tip leave your watering can or an extra bucket outside to collect rainwater and use that to water your plants as much as you can that's a good tip okay Liv we're making our way through <laughs> Okay, do you know what's funny? During the Australian wildfires, I remember someone who I follow who lives in Australia because they had limits on the amount of water they were allowed to use for a while so the fire department had enough. And so she would put a bucket in her shower to collect water when she was showering and then use it to water her grass because the grass is like dying. Yeah, so that's another way to get water because they didn't have any rain, so like... They needed to save water where they could. Oh my gosh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I could like do that anyways, but that's really cool. Yeah. Okay, I just want to talk briefly about seeds versus starter plants. So seeds are just like the seeds you get in a packet or you can harvest your seed. I haven't done this, but you grow a pumpkin. I think you can save those seeds, which are pumpkin seeds to plant Mm -hmm. next year. I haven't gotten to like that kind of stuff yet, just buying my own seeds. So anyways, seeds versus a starter plant, which is basically a plant that has already been grown to a certain height so you can just transplant right that right in the soil not have to deal with the seed part yeah the point is I've never done a starter plant I've only ever wanted to like start from the seed up because that's just how I wanted to do it mm-hmm. but the only benefit is that if you do a starter plant it really just means your vegetables will grow faster but I think it's also cheaper to start with seeds so you know pros and cons Yeah. I guess if you're like super basic beginner and you're really afraid of seeds, maybe the first year, it's kind of meant for people who are just like, I can't even fathom dealing with that. But that's a really good point. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe it's like a really, maybe it is a good place to start, especially for tomatoes, because like tomatoes, 
you really do have to start them inside. And if you're mm-hmm. like, Ugh, I don't want to deal with like inside stuff and then putting it outside, that sounds too complicated. I'm just going to buy a starter plant. That sounds like pretty reasonable. Yeah. Slash I might do that. <laughs> okay. Where to buy seeds. Any hardware or garden center will have seeds. I get mine specifically from a store in Halifax called Halifax Seed. They also sell their seeds in other places around Halifax. You can also get seeds online. But yeah, I've only ever used the ones from Halifax Seed. They're like a kind of a seed specialty store and garden okay, cool. specialty store. Okay, Liv, we made it through the major categories. Okay. Now we're just at the tips section. Okay. Okay. <laughs> tips i've got a lot of tips okay no this is good though i'm excited yes number one weed your garden i know it's gonna sound like duh but also the way i look at i walk past my beds every day and every time i walk by i usually just pick out one or two weeds because if not they'll just take over your garden and you just don't want that to happen so Mm -hmm. just do your best to pick them out because if you do it like a few every single day it's not going to be crazy if you haven't done it for three or four weeks or something true so weed your garden for sure but yeah if you are doing root veg root vegetables and that's kind of what you want your focus to be on try to get a taller raised bed again you just can't have a shallow one because they have to go pretty deep right as you and I kind of mentioned, if you do have a lot of animals or you're growing things that animals like, you may have to get fencing. I don't have a lot of expertise in this area, but definitely YouTube it. And in terms of gardening tools, you really don't need a lot. You know, a watering can, maybe some gloves if you don't want to get your hands dirty, maybe like a little shovel to like scoop out weeds or something. Right. But other than that, like you don't really need too much. And I'm sure you can borrow them from a hand, from a friend, get them from your parents, like their garage get them secondhand yeah it's pretty minimal in terms of like gardening tools that's awesome oh i i didn't I, I don't i didn't know this but apparently there are certain vegetables that when they're put next to each other it encourages growth and it's called companion planting so if you do have something like carrots just google what the companion plant is and if you want we're gonna like plant those anyways try and put them together that's such a good tip yeah i had no idea that was even a thing Wow. Oh, I just wanted to say, I kept reading, you have to sow, sow your seeds, S-O-W. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what sowing meant, but it literally just means planting your seeds in the garden versus planting a full plant in your garden. So if you're in Google, oh. you're like, how do, what's sowing? It's just sowing your seeds is just planting your seeds. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited about this. So in terms of garden markers, um, some great zero waste alternatives to like the plastic ones you can, you can get, bamboo toothbrushes popsicle sticks you find on the side of the popsicle sticks everywhere in the summer people are just eating their popsicles throwing <laughs> the sticks on the ground i use them so in so many things they make great vegetable garden markers kindling or even wood paint stirrers like you know those right yeah from like a hardware store yeah i may do a blog on this like the top six zero waste garden markers yeah why not <laughs> our blog is so weirdly specific already like we have very specific posts I love it. I know. So in terms of, oh yeah, so some people also use manure, like poo, in their garden. Um, (laughs) I have a lot of that if anyone needs some. My my dogs are just a mess. That's so true. (laughs) If you don't want to buy it from a store, like in a package, you can see about contacting a local farm. This just cuts at the middleman. The farm is where the pa- the companies are getting it anyways so right. it's like if you just know a farm or know something i don't know, i don't really know that kind of stuff we don't really have farms in Bellevue and bedford <laughs> but if you do 
maybe see if it's like, can I have some of your poo? I don't know. <laughs> so I kind of talked on this. My biggest tip of absolute all, if this is your first year, if this is your second year, maybe it's even your third year, do not put pressure on yourself and just pick a number and make that it's a success rate. You know what I mean? It's right. like if you're planting 10 different vegetables, be like, if two of these work, I will be so proud of myself. You know, not just like, I need to grow a full fucking harvest so I can eat for the next three years. No, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> I feel like that's what some people probably, that's probably what I would think. If I planted a whole garden, I'd be like, okay, now I'm going to have all of this stuff. But yeah. probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Maybe you will. Maybe you'll just have like, for some reason, you'll just, it'll just all work out perfectly and you'll have kale for days and years. But, you know. Maybe, Maybe not. not. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're like, tomatoes will be sad and droopy and squishy. Like, I don't know. Who knows? And yeah, I guess I kind of already said this too, but just, yeah, pick a completely random assortment of vegetables. Like, pick your favorites, obviously, but then pick a couple that you're like, Swiss chard? Look, why not? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Swiss chard, though. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, whatever. Like, wh- whatever kind of vegetable that you're just like, I don't know. Like, why not? Yeah. No, I love that. We made it to the end. Yay! Five pager. <laughs> oh, my God, I had so many notes. <laughs> Truly, people, I really hope that this inspires you to at least get a bucket filled with dirt and throw a couple seeds and see what happens. Even just to get yourself familiar with what it's like to grow your own vegetables, and it'll give you some appreciation for the fruit and vegetables that you buy from a grocery store and. Maybe you won't complain why it's so expensive because it's a lot of fucking work. No, that's honestly so true. Yeah. It's kind of like when you bake, like you learn how to bake cookies and then you're like, okay, now I know why. It just makes it different if you go to the bakery to buy a bunch of cookies versus making your own. So I feel like this is just a step even further than that because you're growing the actual like ingredient you need to make food. So. It's so true. And when you grow, for example, when Brock and I pulled out our carrots, and okay, we're going to make, you know, we're going to do some roasted carrots with our dinner. You're going to enjoy the shit out of those carrots yeah. because you grew them for like three months. <laughs> and you're true. like, oh my God, I'm not just going to like woof these back. No, like you enjoy the food that you grow yeah. so much more because you have a, an appreciation for what you've done. Mm-hmm. It just so like agree. makes you feel connected to the world. Yeah. Okay, but I have a game. Okay. It's a fruit and veggie would you rather. Have we done this before? No. Okay, great. I'm going to ask you some would you rather questions. Okay. So as always, these are for life. If you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, this is so for you. Bok choy or yu choy? It's going to be yu choy. You would rather it? Yeah. No. For life. <laughs> I had okay. it for dinner. Oh my gosh, I've never had it. So good. Okay, broccoli or cauliflower? Broccoli. Strawberries or blueberries? Blueberries. Okay. Red pepper or green pepper? Red pepper. Duh. Who even likes green pepper? Oh god. <laughs> I mean I buy it every week, but like why? <laughs> I just stopped kidding myself and I stopped buying it. Red peppers for life. Okay. Red onion or yellow onion? Yellow. It's like has a more mild flavor, right? Yeah. Better yeah. for cooking, I think. I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah, no, I feel yeah. Okay, this is random. Watermelon or bananas? Bananas, obviously. Obviously. I mean, would obviously miss watermelon though, but. I know, but van- like smoothies, come on. <laughs> okay, spinach or kale? Spinach. Yeah. Um, oranges or apples? Oranges. Mm, honey crisp apples, though. Girl. I know, but oranges. <laughs> True. Orange juice. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. Okay, raspberries or blackberries? Raspberries. Green beans or snap peas? Oh, my God. I think green beans. I love green beans. <gasps> They're so good. So much. <laughs> you know how, okay, Brock makes them with, um, he'll, like, throw them in a pan with some olive oil, salt, and then he'll add salt pepper and steak spice seasoning which oh. you can get from bulk burn and yeah. it is so phenomenal yeah no i know <sighs> so good okay um sweet potato or turnip uh, turnip sweet potato obviously who eats turnip that's like a grandma Ew, food i hate turnip <laughs> me too okay corn like corn on the cob or potatoes potatoes yeah like i love <gasps> corn it? but fries <laughs> so hard but yeah obviously potato okay that's it okay loved it that made me fired up to eat a bunch of produce (laughs) and grow your own yes broccoli would be so cool to grow yeah I don't even know what that looks like it It is crazy too like when you do start gardening and you see what the seeds are like the seeds are shocking what some of them will look like they're all so different from one another Yeah, they're like little tiny black ones or little round brown ones, or they're like these weird like star shaped ones. Like, uh, I, they're so cool to see. I want to plant stuff. This got me all excited. Yeah, again, even if it's like so nothing. Sure. Um, okay, I just have to read a review. Yay! So this review was written by C. Triple E 13. Okay, it's five stars. The positivity the world needs right now. Come on, classy crew. Let's get these 100 ratings. This podcast is an educational, entertaining, and laugh out loud in a good way. Breath of fresh air. I look forward to this podcast every week. Besides endless entertainment provided by Living Katie, this podcast helps you start, continue, or improve your zero waste journey with constant tips that people can incorporate into their lifestyle. These tips cover such a huge variety of of areas and situations in one's life that you feel like you can literally start anywhere and start making a difference. Obviously a huge shout out to classy versus trashy. Well entertaining. It shows that no one is perfect. So take that pressure off. We all have good intentions and are trying here. So celebrate and get excited about all those classy moments like Liv and Katie do. I've grown up going to school with Liv and I'm always super inspired by her work. If you don't follow her on her other platforms you should check her out it's live b also go follow katie too at katie.com her feed is her feed and pictures of her adorable daughter should make anyone smile love you gals love you (laughs) that was a marathon i loved that that was incredible that made me so happy oh my god especially about okay i never thought of it where so we cover so many topics but it's like that really does mean that anyone can start anywhere like there's so many different places for people to start at if they're more interested in one thing than another it's like true yeah that's a really good point like someone might start with beauty swaps or bathroom swaps or gardening and like everything makes a difference but something might just appeal to someone more than like more than something else 
that's actually a really good point. Like, if you really don't care, if you're like, no, my I'm my bathroom routine is good. Don't want to fuck with that. But I don't really care about my kitchen, so I'm gonna make a couple swaps there. Like, everyone yes. has passions in different places of their True. life. Oh, that's a really good point. That love. was a good review. I loved it. Oh, thank you so much. That was a really yeah. That was really wonderful. I love how like long and dedicated it was. It I got know. real personal. I know. <laughs> Okay, I feel like I talked so much, which I hate, but I know you didn't know a lot about this topic, so. I'm so educated now. Thank you. Well, do you have anything to add? Are you good? I'm good, honestly. Like, this episode was so inspiring. I say that every week. Like, I'm always inspired when I come away, but this was truly something that I knew nothing about, and now I feel like I'm an expert, so. Oh, I'm so glad. And I really do mean that if anybody if I said something that is super I don't know like that is not a good tip just like let us know we will put it on our story follow us on our Instagram we always put stuff there yeah um I don't think I'll have a highlight for this but if I have enough feedback maybe we'll have to have one yeah no good point okay well I hope you guys all liked this episode and our new trash talk segment yes if you have something that you think we should trash talk or something that's been bothering you send us a message because we as much as we like talking no trash, we do love talking trash about things that could be better. So let's do oh my it. God. That's so good. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, thanks everybody. And love we will you. see you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.